Yes, people, it's episode 210 of Chris Brain Dumps. Me, Griff, obviously. How are you doing? Are you well? Uh, it's Sunday. It's Sunday, the 7th of February. Just finished watching Spurs dominate West Bromwich Albion. <laughs> we needed that. We needed that so much. Kane's back with his two chocolate ankles. Solidified. Solid ankles. Scores. Comes our record. Joint second top goal scorer ever so well done to Harry Kane um, you know I think we are the definition of a one-man team as my mate Ash just said we would be a mid-table team without him and um, I think that's true but guess what we have him so what are you gonna do about it what are you gonna do about it um, but yes yeah, so I just finished watching that it's been freezing cold uh, today had to risk driving pre-snow Felt the light snow dropping. I thought, shit, let's get out and deliver this letter I need to deliver to solicitor. Um, could be bothered to actually, you know, pay for postage. So I used an envelope that um, <laughs> that some stuff came in from Amazon. Just just ripped off my my label that had my name on. Then we just stuck a little bit of paper on top of that. Hand wrote. The person's my solicitor's name and then sellotape the top with my documents inside and then just uh, drove to my solicitor's and posted it. That's what we're doing, man. That's what we're doing. We're not paying for postage this year. We ain't free delivery. We don't want it. Okay, this is 2021. 2021. Jeez, I think that's the first time I've actually said the year. It's the first time I've said the year. I'm in February. We are deep in. We're deep in February, and um, gee, second month, trust me, this year's going to fly. I know it is. I know this year's going to fly. It's going to be a crazy one. But um, actually, I should just say why I was going to solicitor. Do I have a legal case going on? No. Am I being sued? No. Buying a house, obviously. Still trying to do that. That hasn't been finalised yet. Obviously, the 31st of March deadline, because if we can't complete before then, we don't want it. That stamp duty holiday is an incentive. Um, and I actually don't know the latest on what they're doing, uh, whether they're going to extend that or not, or they're going to do like a waterfall kind of thing on it. I, I don't know. I don't actually know. I haven't done my research. I haven't done my Googles. So, and I don't really care because the mortgage offer runs out on the 31st. Everything is geared towards the 31st of March. So if it's not done before then, I don't know what the hell we're doing when it comes to buying a house. Do we start off again? I mean, just that, that stamp duty holiday so sweet. Like, we need that. Saving up, like, 10 grand. And that's not 10 grand on the top value where, you know, you can get a mortgage on it. And No, no, that's 10 grand cash that's saving us. So, um, I don't know about you guys, but I like not spending 10 grand cash. How about you? How about you, hmm? Well, anyway, what has been going on this week... Um, what have I been doing for the podcasts for the podcast? What have I wrote down? Uh, let's see. So, yeah, no, anything's really happened this week in the news that's really captured my attention. Um, I guess the game stop share plummeted, as I said, would happen. Um, not because I'm some kind of Nostradamus. That's just always going to happen. Um, but it was just mad to see people, um, see stories of, People came late to the game, um, tried to get there at the top and tried to get a little bit more at the top. And um, now you've got people saying, I just want my money back. <laughs> it's, it's funny. 
but it's not funny. Um, I'm I am seeing people see their money disappear. Like I, one guy, I mean, I don't know how you have this much money and so little sense. But um, quoting one person in this article already, because I just want my money back, but I know it's gone. Wrote an investor from the Wall Street Bets Discord named Slick, a 52-year-old Nevada resident. On Friday, Slick had invested 1.1 million dollars in options on GameStop stock and lost 850 thousand dollars. I just didn't spend enough time to research what I was doing. Or what the market could do to my account so quickly. I mean, that is heartbreaking. Uh, it is horrendous. Um, someone's put, my income is low. And this stonk sinking. And this stonk sinking this low. Oh, stock. He's, he wrote stonk. And this stonk, stock sinking this low after buying it so high is a big hit. Another Discord user named Housecat said um, they only bought two shares, price 316 And said... That was $632 that they really needed. I'm hurting right now. I'm not really as bad as others, but it's not great. Luckily, I'm in the military and I'm not married, so my expenses are low and don't have many bills. But I will have to cut back on how often I eat out or when I buy groceries. I mean, it's people's lives are being uh, affected by this. And that's it. I think what people saw was... You see the shares, you see people making money quickly, you see the, the tweets where someone goes, Hey, I started my I, I didn't know anything about stocks and shares. I just had ten thousand dollars in March. Now I have two million dollars. And everyone's like, Oh my god, how do I do that? Let me have a look at these shares. You know, you see people get very excited about their shares going up in value, you see people get very you know what I mean? And you don't know why they're getting excited. Some people are in the know. Some people know what they're doing. So when a share does go up in value, it's, it's a big deal for them. Where some people just see a little bit of growth and just get excited. It's like, oh, I'm making more money and I'm not doing anything. This feels so great. I'm not working. My money's working for me. But you, you, you don't know what you're doing. And I'm not talking from any point of, I know what I'm doing. Um, I come from the point of thinking, wait a minute, wait a minute. Bear with me. Someone's shouting from a different room. Yes, yes. Yes. Okay. I'm recording. She's just shouting from a different room to pass her crisps because she, she's talking on the phone to someone. Um, I mean, she could get up and get crisps, but uh, she don't want to. <laughs> but um. What the fuck was I saying? Completely like lost my train of thought. Yes, GameStop. People just invest in. Look, if you are going to invest, it, just do your research. Do your research. Understand. Get a dummy account first. Play with that money. See what happens. I had a dummy account at the start of um, at the start of lockdown. Uh, I started. With, I can't remember how much I started with actually. Let me let me have a look while you're here. Let's have a look. So I've got that app somewhere. Right. Let's see what's going on. Let's see what's going on. So I made a stupid gain on it. Um, 
I count transactions. Transactions. So I bought shares. Yeah. So the price of the share was 0.009 per share. And I had bought uh, 160,000 of them at the thousand pounds, 1,450 pounds. And then I sold um I sold half of them. No, sorry, I sold all of them, sorry, for um eighty thousand pounds. <laughs> See, so I went from one and a half thousand to eighty thousand. Now do I go around try to tell people that I know what I'm doing? No. Because I don't. Absolute fluke and that hasn't made me want to go, yeah. I want to get involved in share dealing. Why? Because the only reason that happened is I've completely forgot about the shares and I didn't look at it every day and I don't know why it even went up. I don't understand why it went up. I'm not I can't even find anywhere that quotes the share price at the price I bought it at back in April. So I'm just not touching that shit. I think Warren Buffett said if you don't understand it, do not invest in it. And I don't understand shares, I'm not investing in them. That's it. Um, wait, what else has been going on this week? Mm, let me see. Mm, let's see, let's see, let's see. What else is going on? Oh, Junk TV. Tell you what, new Junk TV program. Oh, well, I say new. I watched one episode. It's been going on for a bit, and I don't think I can possibly watch another episode because it just made no sense to me. It's a show called Temptation Island. Okay, it's uh, two people people you're in a relationship you go into this island right and you're so right me as a guy so let's see me and, let's say me and Naomi go on the island so you understand me and Naomi go on the island or Naomi and I go on the island and I go to a house full of single women she goes to a house full of single men and then we have a ceremony where I pick one of the women to go on a date with and she picks one of the guys to go on a date with and then they go back to their houses. And, uh, yeah. That's it. So I'm choosing a single woman to go on a date with I'm in this house. But there's other women who could shoot their shot because they're all single. And they're like, yeah, I want Derek because he's hot. And the same with in Naomi's house. It's all single guys. And they're all just trying to shoot their shot at her. But there's, like, four couples. And it, so you've got, like, the four single... The four women in the relationship in the house full of, like... 10 single guys and the four single guys in the relationship four sorry four guys in relationship in the house of 10 single women all shooting a shot all drinking all very flirty right and the reason people are going on this show is you know just to test if our relationship's real uh, you know we've been going through some things we've had infidelity in our relationship so we're coming here to see if it's real <laughs> it's like what You've had infidelity, so you're going to Temptation Island to see if your love is real. That makes no sense. I mean, that's like, oh, uh, yeah, we've had uh, alcohol problems in our relationship, so we're going to be at this bottomless... Actually, fuck that. We're going to be at this brewery uh, with no supervision. And we're just going to see, you know, just see if we've come through our, our alcoholism or not. You know what I mean? Like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah, you know, I had an issue with uh, drugs, so now I'm in this crack then. Um, but yeah, just to see if I'm really done with the drugs. So you've got people like that, yeah, people who've been in relationships since high school, so they're trying to work out, you know, 
you know, what it's like to actually flirt with other people and if they really want that or not. And then here's the here's the the fucked up part of the show. So then you have like this part where the the four in the relationship, like the four guys, get to watch you go, Oh, do you wanna watch a video of your, your partner in of what she's been getting up to? And they're like, Yeah. And you can either choose to watch it on your own or watch it with the other people. Like watching the other guys in relationships. Now the guys always pick, yeah, I'm watching it with the other guys in relationship because they don't want to look pussy. Whereas the girls watch it with the other girls' relationship because they want the support. <laughs> it's it's ridiculous. <laughs> so anyway, they'll watch it. And the context, there'll be no context. They won't tell them what happened before, what happened after the clip. They just show them a clip. And the clip will be something innocuous, like them just talking with someone else. And you know what I mean? And they'll just take out of context what they're saying. It's like, yeah, you know. I've been with him for a while, so I don't know if that's the person I'm meant to be with. And they just cut it there. And they're like, so you can take that as if to say, you know, oh, you, know, you never know. Like, no one ever knows. Or you can take this as if to say, mm-hmm, we're about to have sex now. <laughs> and the show is just trash, man. It's so trash. But I watched the whole episode and I was like, this is a madness. And whoever, whoever devised this show, it's just there just to mess up people's lives. And the people go on this show. I don't understand. Like, you must get paid to go on a show like this. You must. You must get paid. Because I don't understand the incentive to go on these shows. Not understanding the incentive at all. Well, I don't know. I don't know. But um, what else been going on this week uh, in the news? I saw. Um, I saw a conversation. Um. Well, so I was reading stuff and starting a conversation, well, very brief conversation with my wife about um, you know, people talking about online anonymity and how, you know, people like Marcus Rashford and other players, just anyone, just, you know, getting abuse by those, these random accounts and who who the owner should be on, you know, whether it should be on the individuals, the law, these social media providers like your Twitters and Instagram, should they be doing more to kind of remove the anonymity of users. But then, like, I was, and instinctively, when you hear, like, someone's being racially abused, you know, or they're getting, like, death threats or stalker threats or rape threats and all that kind of madness, you're like, yeah, man, you need to find these people and bring them to justice. Yeah? That's my immediate thought anyway. And, yeah, you shouldn't have anonymity. That's my immediate thought. Show your face. But then on the flip side, is if I was to then log in to Twitter <clears throat> or Facebook or Instagram and they say, hey, can you sh- send us a copy of your driver's license? I'd be like, um, fuck you. <laughs> you don't need to know all this information. Who are you? Get out of my face. I just want to come online. I'm just having fun. You don't need to know all this business. Go away. Ugh. So it's just like there has to be somewhere to strike that balance, right? Like where where do you draw the line? Because I'm someone who shows my face, I use my real name, um, and I guess egocentrically, I know who I am, and I know I'm not hiding behind anything. So that's all you need, Twitter. Um, you can see my name's a real name, so that's all you need, Twitter. But and, um, but I guess the the balance could be right. Is you have to show your ID. But then even then, what does that prove? Showing your ID. Like I could use anyone's ID to open an account then. 
we have to say there is a way i can't think of like what kind of authentication you'd need but let's say you had some official id driver license passport whatever you provide that to the service provider say this is who i am and then your username can be whatever your username is and you can hide your face and you can do whatever you want with your face and you don't have to show a picture of yourself you can just have whatever you want whatever image but that you, there's a real person underneath the account how about that and then when someone does post something wild from that account they just go through but it's this guy who runs his account i think that's that's the balance right but even then, I still wouldn't feel comfortable giving my driving license. So it's like I'm speaking out two sides of my face here. Where I'm saying I want this online anonymity to end, but then I don't want to give up my own privacy. And so there's other people I know online who do have fake names as their profile. And because I know them, I'm like, well, I don't need to see their real name. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need to see their real name. Um, I can't think of an example at the moment, but there's. There's loads of people who don't use their real names. Even in the podcast world, they don't use their real name. And I don't need to know their real name. Even if I do know their real name, it, I don't need to see it online. I know, I've met them, hung out of them. I know they're cool. And that's it. So, it's, I don't know. It's a weird one, man. It's weird. It's weird. Maybe if you do... Maybe it goes the other way. Maybe if you do something messed up online, like racially abuse someone, then... You know, they go backwards. So they go, all right, who posted this? What email address is attached to this account? What's the IP address? Is this computer? This is where they're located. Less, but then that's a lot of resources. A lot of resources. Who's funding that? Because I'm not paying taxpayers' money for the police to be chasing cyber pussies. Um, and if I run Twitter and stuff, I'm not investing my cash into that either. So it's going to be one of those problems that's just going to carry on because you've removed that fundamental primitive uh social control mechanism of being punched in the face that's what it is the social control mechanism of being punched in the face uh i was watching married at first sight i, I watch a lot of trash okay don't judge me married at first sight australia if you ain't watched that it's great trash. I, 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 this is like the third season I've watched. I, I fully admit to watching this trash. And that's nothing to do with my wife either. She's only got into this season. I watched the other season before. I actually watched the other seasons, um, you know, like with my mother-in-law. So not sat together. You know, when you watch something with someone, like you, you mess each other about the show. <laughs> so we watched the first two seasons together. I don't think she's watched this season. Whereas, whereas my wife's watched it. And uh, I was watching my wife and one of the wives on there was just chatting like recklessly to her husband. And I said, the reason she's talking like that is because she doesn't believe there's a risk of ever being punched in the face. Like, that's that's it. Like, and I'm not saying he should punch her in the face. I'm just saying it's one of those great social control mechanisms. That, that's that's all I'm saying. It's one of those social control mechanisms. Just um, Bill Burr said it before. Like women, you owe it to other women to just sometimes if if she's if your friend is chatting wild, just punch her in the face. <laughs> that's all. Don't call her a bitch behind your back behind her back in a separate WhatsApp group. No, hit her 
in the face and just go, you're being a prick. And then that will make her go, oh. Seriously, every guy I know has been punched in the face at some point in their life. And I'm talking any point in your life, like even from six, like four in the playground, in the sand pit, you're fighting someone over a spade. That kid just gets the bucket and just wraps that bucket around your face. Bam. Yeah, so only a three-year-old doing it. Bam. <laughs> that. But that sticks with you through adult age. That you know what? If I, if I'm gonna argue with this guy, am I willing for it to go there? Am I willing to get a bucket in the face in the sad pit? Because that's in your head, you then go, do you know what? It's not that deep, you know? And that's you got, you got, It's not that deep. Whereas I don't think women all have that experience. So, like, women grow up knowing being hit in the face is wrong. And if it happens, they're immediately a victim. Whereas guys grow up knowing that you could be hit in the face and someone will ask you, well, what did you do? Like, what did you do to make this person hit you in the face? You're like, oh, what? I'm not just immediately... No, no, you may have brought this onto yourself, so what did you do? So now when we face these issues in life, we weigh up. We go, uh, uh, is it... Am I going to be... Mm, nah, do it's not worth it. I, I don't want to be hit in the face about this. So, no. So, that's it. So, guys... Just tell every woman in your life, ask, ask any woman in your life, has she ever been punched in the face by another woman? Or has she punched someone in the face? Another woman in the face? Bet the answer's no. Whereas every guy has swung a punch at someone or been punched. Or at least felt the realistic threat that it could happen if they didn't correct their behaviour. <laughs> oh, jeez. Right, um, let's see. Let's see, let's see. Oh, do what? Actually, tell you what's been going on this week. The madness across London, man. Um, all those instances happened like last last night, the night before. It's like four, four instances. Um, like in Croydon, I think one in Brent, all like on the same night. Um, I'm not sure what these instances are, whether it's shootings or stabbings or just physical violence, but. I know they're, I think they are all violent. And some people suggest they may be linked or not. It just seems nuts, but they maybe think, you know, we watch those scenes in the film where a whole madness is going on in like 20 minutes, where one man gets shot, car chase, he gets shot. Then, you know, someone else calls someone else, they get back up and they get shot and they get stabbed. And I always thought, what would that look like from the outside when you're not involved in any of it? And I thought, like last night, that's what it would look like. That's what it looked like. But anyway, let's get on to some Dear Deirdre, because uh, I don't know what else to talk about. Um, Dear Deirdre, my violent ex threatened to cut my new bloke into pieces if I went out with him again. Jesus. Uh, my violent ex-boyfriend has threatened to cut my new bloke into pieces if he ever sees me out with him again. And now I feel I will never be able to find love. See, this is one of those shit situations, isn't it, where, like, I don't think that's actually, like, a crime yet like it's one of those that the police will only deal with once your new boyfriend's been cut to pieces it's like were there ever any threats and you're like yes 
like the 40 times I called you guys to say this is what my ex is doing and you lot said well he technically hasn't done anything yet so you know what I mean you know, it's very hard to build a case on and, and I can't have a guy at the police for that I think that's just the law the law enforcement so the law's a bit of an arse on that one and I guess you do need freedom of speech right to be able to say I want to punch you in the face without being arrested for assault uh, but um, I, t- ah, I don't know man that's rough. Anyway, I first met um, the new boyfriend two years ago, and he made me feel I feel I had found true happiness for the first time. Oh man! Uh, but now I've finished with him after li- lying after lying that he had only been a bit of fun to protect him from my jealous and abuse. Oh, okay, sorry, sorry. Let me read that again. So I first met my new boyfriend two years ago, and he made me feel like I'd tr- I had found true happiness for the first time. But now I've finished with him after lying that it had only been a bit of fun to protect him from my jealous and abusive ex of 10 years ago. See, that's mad. See, that's how abusive your ex is, that he's now affecting your future relationships. And to the point where you're... You know, like, sometimes people get into relationships and they're damaged, so they end up in another damaged relationship. You've actually done the thing where you've actually found a guy that treats you well. And you're now having to move away from that because of your ex is still such a fuck up. Anyway, let's carry on reading. Um, the new man I'd, I had met, my I'd, I'd met through my martial arts club. What? So you both do martial arts and hit off straight away. I was devastated to, to then learn he was married. But as I got to know him better, he confided in me that he was unhappily married and felt very drawn to me. Oh, dear. I'm now thinking what I just said was all wrong and you're not someone who's broken this cycle and you're now with someone who's actually cheated on their wife. (laughs) And you just go from one abusive, one type of abuse to another. This is what I'm guessing. Unless you show me something to say he's fully split up with his ex. I don't know. Let's see. Um, I was really looking forward to my future with him, but it was suddenly ruined one night when we were enjoying an evening out. My stomach turned as my ex, with whom, with whom who I had an on-off relationship all these years ago, walked into the bar. I tried to hide, but he spotted me. My ex had beaten me up lots of times. Ah, oh dear. And when he felt I'd let him down and attacked friends of myself who had tried to stick up for me. Jesus. Um, the, the new man I was seeing and myself are both 31. You keep using myself rather than me. This is annoying me. Anyway, uh, my ex is 35. And that night after he saw me in the bar, he called and warned me that if he ever saw me with that man again, he would cut him up. I didn't want to take any chances, so I know what, as I know what he's capable of. So I phoned my man and cancelled our next date. Wait, but you're both martial arts. What? Like, if my man, if your new man is a black belt in martial arts, it depends what martial arts you're doing, right? If you're doing one of those ones, like, I've been told, I don't know, but I've been told there's certain martial arts, like karate, um, like, they aren't shit in a real fight. I've been told. I've been told karate's good if you're fighting someone else doing karate, but if the other person decides, nah, I'm just going to pick you up and throw you, then your karate tends to be nullified quite quickly. Karate, someone told me karate's, like, dancing, and it's just not the one. Um, it's like jiu-jitsu, taekwondo, where you're kicking people in the head, uh, jiu-jitsu, those ones, I've been told, no, those are proper martial arts, you will fuck someone up with those, judo's alright, 
as well. Um, but again, card kind of relies on the other person following the rules. <laughs> so any martial art where it relies on the other person following the rules isn't the greatest martial arts for me. Anyway, so it depends. If your man's a black belt in one of the proper ones, then you just got to back your man. Just tell him, look, by the way, this is what this guy looks like. If you ever see him, he might try and do you something. So be prepared to, you know, get this guy in the arm bar and just rip his arm out of his shoulder. But if your guy is doing one of those, you know, if he's a black belt in in yoga, <laughs> like then, then you know, then you've done the right thing. Anyway, um, I mean, this guy comes to run at him with a knife and he tries to get into like downward dog position. Anyway, so um, I phoned my man and cancelled our next date. I told him I didn't think we were compatible and I wanted to get back with my ex. He was devastated and said he would leave his wife there and then if it made a difference. He's not even left his wife. So this wasn't a good relationship. I forced myself to say nothing would change, uh, change things. That was more than a year ago and I still miss him every day. Do you think I should get back in touch and tell him the truth or should I stay away? I did get back with my ex for a couple of weeks because I was scared of what would happen if I didn't. That didn't last and I haven't seen him in months. This is what you need to do. You need to stay away from both those guys. Um, and yeah, man, I don't know about the ex like that. How do you get rid of the ex like that? I'm trying to remember what I would have done if I'd met someone new and had an ex that wild i guess i would just cut it off and call it a day unfortunately oh man that's a tough one that is a tough one um right let's see what else um let's see all right next one family feud i'm seething after finding out my partner's family branded me a gold digger. And dear Deirdre, I'm seething with my partner's family for branding me a gold digger. Let's see if you are though. Lockdown suits me fine as I don't have to see any of them. All right. Last time I found out that my partner's auntie was saying I was with him for his money. Now I always find that interesting when someone says that as a thing about anyone. Because um, usually when someone says that, one, the person's money isn't even that long. That That's a thing. Like that's, that's a lot of the time that seems to be like a poor person's view of a rich person. So, you know what I mean? So like, because I don't want to, oh man, I better not, but fuck it. Let me just say it. So like, just because you, you're like, I'm not trying to slag off anyone here. And I'm slagging off anyone that, that peep, some people that view people as gold diggers. So do whatever you want. Fuck it. It's my pod. So let's say, <laughs> you know, you live, uh, in you know council house second ad motor um, don't go on holidays ever you know what I mean like you're struggling to pay your bills it's you know what I mean it's not looking good for you uh, in life like it's not ideal this doesn't say anything about the merit of you as a person but let's say you know that it's, usually, it's that person who then views someone who's uh, got a mortgage and goes on holiday once a year. You know what I mean? And occasionally wears some nice traders. They would go, yeah, that person's only with you for the money. And it's like, well, that person hasn't even got that much money. Like, you see what I mean? That's what I'm trying to say. It's, it's, it's never usually someone who's actually got 
you know, that flipping bank, that generational wealth where they're rich purely because they're certain, like their great, great grandfather owned slaves. <laughs> you know what I mean? Used to bang the queen's sister or something and they just have land everywhere and that's just their life. You know what I mean? You walk into a job interview and it's like, yeah, so I'm the fourth baron of da 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 those guys don't go around going, oh, I think she's only with you with the, for the money. The, the, nah. Because the circles they roll in is other people have that money. I guess that's what it is, isn't it? It's like the circles you roll in as well. So, maybe, yes, maybe that's why I see it. It's like those new money people who come from working class backgrounds, obviously going to have working class people around them. You're going to like what you like from when you're younger, maybe. So, yeah, maybe that's why I've, I've got this conclusion. Anyway. Last time I found out that my um, partner's auntie was saying I was with him for the money. Um, his mum has started repeating the accusation as if they are facts. I've been with my partner for five years. He's 43. I'm 39. Uh, we both work and I have a 16-year-old daughter from my marriage. She lives with us and I pay for anything she needs. A year and a half ago, his cousin, the aunt's daughter, lived with us and I thought we got on really well. I cooked for her and did her washing. But apparently she told her mum... I'm all about his money. Ah, I feel betrayed and my partner was furious when he found out. He earns more than me, but I'm proud and make sure I contribute towards bills. I'm scared I'm going to lose my partner. Listen, if your partner's been with you for five years, right? And he hasn't mentioned this money thing. Um, and he was furious when he found this stuff out. You guys on your side. Like, don't even worry about it. You guys become one of those guys... You guys want to guys who realises he can't bang his mum or his auntie, so there's no point trying to impress them. You know what I mean? He's been with you for five years. He loves you, uh, so he's picked your side anyway. So don't even stress about it. Don't do anything different to what you're doing. Um, and that's it. Don't do anything different. He's happy. You're happy. It's always going to happen. People are always going to have an opinion on, on your relationship in life. Like, you know what I mean? I'm pretty sure people have an opinion on mine and Naomi's relationship and our relationship's not even interesting. Like, but there'll be someone out there. So, hmm. She must have friends and stuff. I, I mine must have friends who might do that. They ask me a question. Oh, do you, did you not do that? No, she doesn't like doing that. Or, yeah, Darren doesn't do that. And they might go, hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's nuts. Um, so yeah, don't worry about it. Your your relationship seems solid. Don't let the stress and thinking uh, about other people ruin that. Right. Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Okay. Let's see this. Is this normal? I'm worried my boyfriend will think I am weird after he gave me elbow orgasm. Okay. Dear Deirdre, my new boyfriend started licking and caressing my elbow in bed. It turned me on so much I had an orgasm. Um, he hadn't touched me anywhere else and neither of us could believe my body's reaction. I thought it was hysterical. but <laughs> He thought it was hysterical, but I was mortified. I googled it and read that elbows aren't erogenous zones. Now I'm worried. You'll think that I'm a weirdo. Is this normal? He's 20. I'm 18. Listen, I'm going to tell you this. He's going to feel like a G and he's going to stay with you and 
only person that's going to come away from this um, not better off is him. Check this. You two stay together. He knows how to turn you on. You know what turns you on. And it's your elbow. Sounds weird, but fuck it. That's what turns you on. And it's not weird enough for someone to be like, Ugh, get away from me. Don't look at me. I can't introduce to my family. All right. It's not even that weird. I mean, it is weird. It's not somewhere that I would think of as an erogenous zone. But if I had just met a woman and she goes, you, you got to lick my elbow to turn me on. I'm like, you're joking. She's like, no, it, it does. I'm like, all right. Like most guys, like, oh, fine. Is it elbow? Cool, right? So that's you. That's you going forward. If you're with him or with someone new, you just say it's my elbow that I like. Fine. Now, it's bad for him. Now, it potentially, because if he doesn't understand, that's just you. The next woman he gets with, he's gonna be there, stripping naked. He's spent like months or weeks, whatever, finessing her. So she's gonna be like, oh my god, this guy's so hot. I want to bang him, I want to be with him, whatever. And then he's going to lick her elbow and she's going to go, what are you doing? Or she's going to hold that in her head, be just making some twist up face that is licking her elbow. And then she's getting straight in the WhatsApp group and going, girls, have you ever had a guy lick your elbow? And they're going to be like crying face emoji. What are you talking about? And it's like, yeah, uh, this guy licked my elbow. And, uh, and yeah, I'm just, no, I, I've just never had this before. <laughs> you know what I mean? And now he's in me going around going, yeah, man. Hey guys, this is what you want to do. If you want to make a girl come, just lick her elbow, innit? Lick her elbow, trust me. And the guy's like, yeah? He's like, yeah. And there's going to be just guys going around licking girls' elbows. Then like, oh, what are you doing? What are you doing? See, see, you're sorted. You're fine. It's bad for him. Trust me. Right, let's go. Next one. Uh, last one. Standing my ground. Powell and his girlfriend are giving me grief because I asked for £20 debt to be repaid. Listen, I hate it. I've, I've got I've got an unfinished joke about repaying debts. And, and my thing is this, right? Also, you should never lend money that... Um, that you can't afford to be without that's one but one thing that's terrible is when you lend someone money and then they make you feel like an arsehole for asking for it back that's terrible one step worse than that is when you ask for that money back from someone like you ask that 20 pound back and then they tell you they already paid you it especially when you've mentally calculated that you've got extra money coming in 20 pound 50 pound 100 pound whatever but you know that you've, you've mentally got in your head I've got X amount in my account, but it's cool because like Jim's going to give me another, 20, another 200 pounds because he owes me for for the holiday we went on. And then Jim tells you, nah, I paid you that 200 pounds. Like as soon as we landed back in the UK, I transferred you the money and you're there like, nah, nah, because I've really been, you know, I've got to fix the windscreen on my car and I'm really thinking that 200 pounds will cover that. And then you look at your bank account, you're actually hoping that, you know, your mate's fucked up and didn't send you the money. And you're pissed when you look at your online banking. You see that £200 come in. Reference. Cheers, mate. <laughs> and then the step worse than that is when you chase your friend for the money. And they don't only say they've paid you the money. What they also remind you is actually you owe them money. Because remember that holiday that you said hey, you owe me £200 from? They go, yeah, but you also remember... 
the hotel we actually had to pay when we were leaving the hotel and you never gave me your share of the money so you actually owe me a hundred pounds now and you're like what is that yeah you owe me a hundred pounds you're like ah oh, mate shit <laughs> say that shit so standing my ground power on his girlfriend giving me grief because i asked for a 20 pound debt to be repaid it's your money man Get it back. Dear, dear, I lent my mate £20 last week. He promised to repay the money into my account. But yes, by yesterday, but he hasn't. Pardon. Now his girlfriend just te has texted me saying she can't believe I've asked for the money back after all he has done for me. Um, Well, no. Listen, I can guarantee that. Well, it depends, actually. I can't guarantee. But if you, if you just volunteer that money to him, then that's one thing. If he's actually gone, oh, mate, can I, can I borrow 20 quid? I'll pay you back. Then get that money back. It's different if you can't if he's got a car buy it to him and go, mate, don't worry, you don't have to pay me back. It's fine. Then yeah, then you're a dick. And I'm back again. I can't remember what I was saying. Um What was I reading? Oh, that's it. I was reading the um the last year's history. Right, where was I? Um so answer for it. Yes, so let's go back to the beginning. Dear Judge, I lent my mate £20 last week. Um, I had to answer the front door, people. That's why. Just the flow of this pod has been dreadful. Anyway, <laughs> dear Judge, I lent my mate £20 last week. He promised to pay me the money into my account uh, by yesterday, but hasn't. Now his girlfriend has texted me saying she can't believe I have asked for the money back after all he has done for me. What has he actually done for you, though? Let's see. Yes, he has helped me in the past. I haven't seen him for ages and he didn't even ask how I am after having surgery on my arm. I'm so angry. What has it got to do with her? My mate is always saying he's skint, yet he can still buy beer. Uh, listen, just don't. It is only £20. What you do is just you don't lend your friend any money again. And it's good you learned that lesson with £20. There's people who have lent their mates ten grand and not got it back. So it's good you learned that lesson with £20. Anyway, that is the end of the pod. Um, what episode is this? Episode 210. 210. I think I said 208 at the start of the pod. Um, but it's 210 of Grisbrain Dog. Uh, that's it. Peace. <laughs>